Hello, it is Kate. And Emma T. With the Daily Wow. No, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> it's the podcast. Yeah, so I'm just back from my road trip. If you haven't been following this on Facebook, go and look on Facebook because there's some funny posts and some um some good photos as well. So speaking of road trips, by the way, we've got a cat and a dog very close to us who don't particularly get on and we're a bit clenched. So if you hear it kicking off... <laughs> That's your advance warning. Anyway, so I went on a road trip. First ever road trip. What kind of road trip? In a camper van. First ever (laughs) experience. The dog's gone mental. It's a good job we didn't video this. We have thought about videoing the podcast so that um, we can put them on YouTube as well. That would have been so funny. Um, So I went in a camper van around Scotland. I did the NC500, which is the North Coast 500. And... First time I've ever been in a camper van. First time I've ever done a road trip. So lots of wows, lots of <laughs> learning and lots of wows. And Emma said, when I said, well, what we're going to talk about on the podcast, she said, talk about Wim Hof and how he made you brave. Did so, he? Yeah, because when I was away in the camper van, we had the opportunity to do some things that were a little bit scary um, and I have to say, I think without walk fit, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got the most out of the holiday. Mm-hmm. And we knew that was coming, and that's part of why I dug in with the walk fit. And secondly, um, Wim Hof. Now, if you don't know about Wim Hof, and this is your very first podcast of ours, look Wim Hof up. He's also known as the Iceman. He's on YouTube. And his big thing is about cold water exposure and how it helps your health and well-being but particularly um, immune function, physical body and mental health as well. And he was on the TV in the UK. Um, this series was called Freeze the Fear. And it was about celebrities and cold water exposure and overcoming their fear and how it helped them and whatnot. So Emma and I have been doing this for... Since Emma started in March this year when it was really, really February. cold. Was it Feb? February. Um, I jumped on a couple of months later, I would say, and we've more or less maintained it but obviously it's not as cold here now so it's not as cold in the water it's not as cold <laughs> yeah. we just had the highest ever temperature on record since records began yeah but the water's still cold isn't it, it? Do you know bizarrely it was yes but do you know what other than wim hof and mm-hmm. leslie who we always leslie sanson who is walk fit who we always talk about mm-hmm. i think one other thing that made you super brave on holiday it was the colossal shit show that may was for us as a family yeah probably daily wows because i just think we built up a lot of resilience to stuff that we've been anxious about frightened about nervous about yeah and we've done it and now we've got that kind of like evidence bank that says we can get through more than we think we can do hard things Mm -hmm. yeah and i was thinking about this as well today because you know have you seen those little memes on Facebook and whatnot where you get people say growth happens outside your comfort zone? Yes. And you know, it doesn't have to be a lot outside your comfort zone to make you feel like you've really achieved something. Like we, when we were away, we did this walk and it was hot and it was, there was mozzies, midges and it was, look, I'm a bit chunky, right? And I don't like exercise, <laughs> but luckily I'd done the walk fit. So I felt like I was a winner. Got to the end of this walk, which was in beautiful countryside, and there was a waterfall, not even a big waterfall, just a nice small waterfall. And I was so hot and so brave. And 
I took my uh, clothes off because I had sensible black knickers on underneath, which <laughs> are like bikini bottoms anyway. We love so, a mummy pant. Yeah, we like a full brief. Uh, <laughs> so, and I had a black vest top on as mm-hmm. well. And I got in the water and got under the waterfall. And nice. that was a wow. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it was lush. It felt amazing. And I don't think I would have ever, ever had the courage to do that. But had I not been Wim Hof and Leslie and had we not gone through mm-hmm. the stuff. But it's all subjective because you're funny about your body and I'm a little bit weird about showing skin and here I am actually seriously looking at a nudist holiday now. Oh, Since... oh yeah. Emma, you do know this is going to be public, That's this podcast. Right. Since the colossal <laughs> twat of a month that was me. Oh, we had a total Armageddon in me. Yes, we did. We but are that's recovering. Okay. That's we are okay. recovering. Oh, no, I'm recovered. Are you? Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. There's a wow. There's a wow. I'm There's a daily that. wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I, when Emma says I'm funny about my body, part of what I went through when I was in a shitty relationship... Um, was that I lost a lot of confidence and a lot of it was uh, body image stuff as well. So mm-hmm. um, I, I am, you know, really, really self-conscious about that. So for me... Oh, you were? Well, for me, the, and there were people that I know on that holiday, in-laws, who are lovely people, who I wouldn't be judged by. Uh, but, but you know, I did kind of think, oh, do I look a bit chubby here? Especially since there were <laughs> photographs, which I have not seen. And I guarantee I will look chubby Please. because I am a bit chubby. Do you know what it is? As long as your bush wasn't hanging out your mummy <laughs> nigga. I, I think you probably oh, would no. have been all right. Well, that definitely will not be the case because they are a full brief. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all good. So, yeah. Um, so, Emma, back. let's circle back. Let's they say, circumnavigate back to, to the... the nudist comment. Can you expand well, on that, please? No, I've mentioned it before. I did the little nudity trial in the house a while ago. <laughs> I just stood up in the lounge, made sure the blinds were shut, dropped the clothes and just sat wow. back down naked. It's liberating. It was a liberating experience. I want to do more things that take me, inch me out of my comfort I zone. I would not say that is inching. I'd say that's a massive step. That's really? F- well, for me, for me it would be, but yeah, it is subjective. I've heard it can be a bit clicky, funnily enough. <laughs> Not in a good way. Is there a good way to be naked and clicky? I think that's a different podcast. I think everyone... Let's swing round to I something else. All the, any, any regular listeners to the podcast are now all hoping that you do this and then make a podcast about oh, it. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. I don't, I'm not going to do it in the summer because burnt nips aren't good because I don't really mm. like the sunshine anyway. I struggled a bit with the heat. <laughs> I'm not, uh, not going to be a happy summer nudist. Well, now we've done Wim, Wim Hof, Hof, you'll be mm-hmm. able to do I it can in be the, the year round. I can... I can, I can <laughs> can maximise the cheap deals out of season. Oh, I'm, I love being thrifty. I am thrifty as fuck. I really, really, really am. Wow. I'm thrifty as. But anyway, so the, uh, did you do something else that involved I did a zip wire. Mm-hmm. I did the waterfall. I did this thing called the bone caves, which is not about human bones. It's about... Um, when it's about tectonic plates and the earth years and years ago and then in this cave in Scotland they found bones belonging to animals that you wouldn't expect to be there I can't remember the animal it might be a tiger really yeah and it was all anyway so we did this long walk and I didn't it said on trip advisor it was going to be a mile and a half (laughs) trip trip liar not trip advisor not only was it longer it was over a very very rough terrain at times uh, to the really? point i actually said to my partner who was very outdoorsy 
is this a scramble? What? Yeah. What and he thinking? confirmed that actually, yes, it was a scramble. Was it more rough terrain than part. that steep way that we went up to Sycamore Gap? Oh yeah, that. no worse. It, yeah, worse than really? that. Loads worse than that. And it was actually like up a massive hill. I'll show you the photographs. Oh my god. But um, part of the way was like you actually had to like part of it. You had to sort of get down on your kind of put your weight on your hands and. Wow. It was, it was me... really so I did that and and I nearly quit towards Aww. the end. And he went up on a recce to see how bad it was, let and me, then I was okay. Let me ask you a question. Will life ever be the same again since this week of expansion? You know, we're happy going for a rate ground B&M normally <laughs> and, a, and a joint trip to Little once well, a week. Well, my partner did say to me, he was super surprised at meeting this version of me. And I said, all right, Ooh. what do you mean? And because when I met him, I was just coming out of, I'd been on my own for about a year, before that, I'd been through the whole horrible experience that I went through with my ex going blind and all that jazz. Also horrible for my ex, obviously. Got a bit of compassion there. Um, but what he said, so I'd, I'd been through that trauma. I'd spent a year at the gym getting counselling, trying to pull myself together. And when I met him, it was just before COVID happened. And as we know, if you're a regular listener, we were anxious and still are about COVID. Mm-hmm. And for all the reasons of vulnerable people in our circle, blah, 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 blah. Although we've both had it. Um, so I think he'd experienced a version of me that was getting divorced. That was, you know, all the stress that goes with that. That was um, in lockdown as well with a teenager doing her A-levels with our parents, with being frightened and all the rest of it. And although we're in love and really happy and things are great and we're really good friends, he'd never experienced a version of me where I wasn't anxious and wound up. Because when we said before on the podcast, I must have some kind of underlying anxiety thing um although it's undiagnosed but i I must have it because i do get anxious but that's a new thing since divorce and since covid essentially he's never seen you not with your stressors all around you exactly so so he said i can't believe how like game you were to try stuff he said it was really astonishing like you and we went swimming in the sea one time when we're there as well and that was my suggestion and i said come on we'll go down to the sea Um, And it was me and my BF and one of his in-laws. And we went down to the sea and I just honestly dropped all my stuff. I made a little pile, took my shoes off and just totally walked in. In the nude? No, in my cosy. Am I getting you just out of your head? (laughs) No, but I mean, the cold didn't frighten me. No. So that was good. I was going to make a joke about Kate Bush, but no. no. And the zip line and the the scary walks. So not only did you start embracing what was planned, you then started suggesting more things. Yeah, and a couple of the things that we did when we were away, were frightening like there was two drives particularly mm-hmm. that were horrible and if you've ever been on the nc 500 one of them's called apple cross and one's called black nabar and they are renowned for being really really scary drives worth it for the views absolutely worth it and a big challenge as well and all the rest of it but wow <laughs> doing that in a camper van around single track roads really really high somewhere with no barrier or a very small flimsy uh, af yeah. barrier that's going to do nothing and the nothing thing is at all. we're not talking about 
camper van. I've seen it. It was more like a Winnebago. <laughs> and um, was, yeah, traffic coming at you, passing places. Just Google Apple Cross and Black Nabar, and you'll know what I mean. And for somebody anxious to do that in a mm-hmm. massive vehicle, and my partner's a brilliant, brilliant driver, super experienced and very careful. And he was also really considered. And when we got to the end, I said, wow, that was amazing. Your driving was so good. Thank you. And I was like, wow, are you okay? He said all that took a lot of like mental energy, you know, anticipate mm-hmm. what other people are going to do, marking the passing places and stuff. And he said, but you did better than me because I'm not anxious. <laughs> you did it all and you were anxious. And I went, yeah, I was anxious actually. But actually after I did it, I felt like there was a sense of achievement and it was worth it. Mm-hmm. So do I feel braver? I, I'd feel, I would say... While I was away, it took me about three or four days for my baseline anxiety mm-hmm. to drop to about a two or a one. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm probably still around a two or a one, which is oh. really interesting. But then all that time in nature as mm. well um, is really good for you. Um, and you're yeah. with family. So I guess you had a lot of the building blocks of what I would call the building blocks of resilience. Yeah. And you've had that top up where you <clears> will now surely have a little bit more capacity and come back a little bit more yeah, resilient. I hope so. I hope so. So do you feel more resilient? I do. And I feel mm-hmm. um, I wasn't scared about COVID when I was away. Right. Which is interesting. But then not really because it was all outdoorsy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I didn't wear a mask at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't bothered about my hand gel. Mm. and my partner's sister actually said something to me about I can't remember what it was but she said something to me about germs mm-hmm. and I said um, I'm not germ phobic mm-hmm. I've been worried about Covid because mm-hmm. she's lovely but she doesn't know me that well yet mm-hmm. because well, we're she having, knows you a lot better now she does because we're, we haven't obviously had a lot of time together with lockdown mm-hmm. and stuff um, so I think their perception of me was that I was just maybe a little bit of a nervous pervis generally but it's just, it's just, it's just the fact that I've been through a horrendous divorce and gone through lockdown and COVID all at the same time. I think just tip the balance. But yeah, <laughs> just on hinge you, on you a little bit further. Yeah, but I feel uh, loads better now. Oh, I do. I feel fantastic. loads better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I think it was interesting. We usually speak on a daily basis. On the daily, as on the, the teenagers daily. say. Uh, a did lot. miss you like when I was away. Oh, that's nice. And and your dog missed me because it wet itself as soon as I was the door. She probably did. But actually, we didn't. Um, what I really liked about it was you totally switched off from check-ins. In. The you know you just went hi, how's everything? Yeah, fine. And probably not even every day we didn't but even have a message. But there was one time I said you said everything was fine. I went, is it really? <laughs> is it really yeah. okay? But yeah, it was okay. So I just laughed like a machine gun, and you didn't yeah. pick up. I just moved forward because okay. I thought it was embarrassing. So <laughs> and again, um, oh, and moving on it. again. So oh, yeah, doing scary things is good because it gets you out of your comfort zone. But we'd already had the run up to it with Wim mm-hmm. Hof. Now you might be there thinking that's not scary getting in cold water. Well, just try it. Exactly. But try think... standing in your shower for five minutes when it's on cold. Like, not like just super cool, cold. Like, actual cold. cold like, some, cool. somebody's in the garden with a hose pipe cold. Yeah. And then let us know that it's not, yeah. not but difficult. But the, the thing is, Kate, how are you going to maintain this progress? Because we're very, you and I, we're little shell-like creatures. And I think if we're not careful, we can retreat back into the safe zone. Are you what gonna... we're going to do, Emma, is we should make a bucket list. 
Oh, I've got a one. Joint bucket list. I've got list. one, right. Well, actually, part of my bucket list was get tattoos, and I got a second tattoo on Saturday. Booyaka! Yeah. I actually got uh, my kid's signature because she thinks thinks that I love the dog more than her. Which you don't. Which I absolutely don't, of course. Different kind of love. Mummies have got lots of different ways people can be loved in their hearts. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, I got her to do a signature, and I got that... Um, Tattooed. Carved up into my ankle, essentially. Very nice. Very um, nice. So what else is on your bucket list? Because I think... Okay. But I think we need to not just... Jake got one. don't just need to do it in terms of stuff I want to do. We've got to put the filter on now. I think you're right, of growing, expanding. And mm-hmm. even just one foot out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. is going to lead to another one. Another one another I'm going to do is... One. I used to be able to do, which is no massive feat, but it was for me, up to 2K on a treadmill, jogging. Right. And that for me will be getting back to the gym, it'll be peopling, it'll be starting off walking and accepting mm-hmm. small wins till I get back up to a jog because I'm chubby now. So that's one of the things on my book at this, this year was get back on the treadmill and do the two And will that be getting out of your comfort zone when you first go to the gym? Oh, yes, <laughs> in a lot of ways. So you see, this is where it's subjective because some of you might be thinking... Uh, I'll join the gym. No, no, it's pre COVID. This is a big deal. This is a big deal because remember, we haven't been out very much. Well, I moved here 18 months ago. I come to your house, the co op, and B&M. That's it. So I'm adding a new place. Yeah, so there's loads there. There's peopling, there's changing your routine. There's um, exercise when we're Money when we've commitment put, every month. Mm-hmm, that's when we've a put thing. weight on. Yep. So that's a thing. So that would be a massive win if you mm-hmm. could do that. Brilliant. Uh, anything else on the bucket list that you can share? Oh, God, that, apart from um, the nudist holiday, um, which would be like honestly, uh, it would have to be. I can't remember what else. It would have to be what? an emergency for me to do a nudist holiday. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what it is? I actually did a lot of them, and I made the list when I was in a very. Um, comfort zone place so I could do I made it at the beginning of the year so did you make the list to help you get unstuck is that what you're saying yes and I had about 20 or 30 things on most of which I've done um eat at the hard rock cafe was one of them so that'll be a trip to Newcastle which I haven't done yet um sycamore gap was one which I've done get a tattoo which I've done I wanted acrylic nails which meant going to the metro centre and peopling and trying something new which I did that was one of them Get back into jeans uh, was one of them. Um, I think, do you know what I think I enjoyed a few weeks ago that we did? The yoga retreat. Yes, but that wasn't what I was thinking of. I like the experiment we did about wearing new clothes oh, and accessories yeah, we should every day. Start that again. And then May happened and the daily wow started to come thick and fast and we stopped doing yes. that. Because so we're in survival mode. What we did was Kate laughing I- at all the silly wows. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous unhinged laugh. The um <laughs> And again I literally wow. can't stop doing it. Okay. <laughs> so no, what happened was I helped Kate clean out her wardrobe and she gets a bit overwhelmed. <laughs> because part of the legacy that i've been left with from toxic relationships is i struggle to make decisions yes and i'm not certain on i don't i I sometimes find it hard to trust myself and that spills over into clothes makeup hair the comedy version is how that old jumper out you fucking muppet (laughs) and make a decision and we're moving on so it's easier to do with a friend when you can put music on have a gin and do it quickly Mm -hmm. so we spent one afternoon ginning and winning and doing the wardrobe and then what i said to kate was all the things that you've insisted on keeping that i've never seen you wearing 
let's set a mini challenge and every day this week wear something new and then you're either going to love it or loathe it and you can make a decision about chucking it out yeah so i've got a section in the wardrobe of stuff that i kind of clung on to probably through fear uncertainty whatever and Emma was saying let that go let it go and I said no no and she said if I don't see you wearing that then it's got to go out but that's Mm -hmm. a good thing because when I put it on I think right if I don't like it if I feel uncomfortable it's got to go well at least you know you know for a fact now I look crap in that blouse it's got to go out is us getting out of our comfort zone and it's a little step but it could be a big step I mean you know things like wearing a skirt wearing leggings mm-hmm. well they say actually if you want to be more feminine you should wear a skirt or like for a week literally for a week and the apparently the same skirt no you minger different, different <laughs> shut up every time dodo that um no like apparently because i was doing a little bit of research when i was foolishly thinking that i should save something to me that i previously held dear (laughs) and that it was within my power to hang on to the titanic as it was sinking um (laughs) what i decided to do was buy a lot of books about femininity because of course the reason that the titanic sank was because i wasn't feminine enough so i did a lot that yeah but subtext that was not the reason at all nah nah no we can't really share the real reason but wow Arse biscuits. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, right? So, but anyway, nonetheless, I did do a lot of research in. Uh, well, I've seen research. What I did? I bought three books. And <laughs> watched a couple of YouTube videos. And, uh, where was that coming from? What a wanker! I did a lot of research. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did no research. Right? Both... Not Roddy Pickering. Not since circa 2017 at university did I have to ever do research. <laughs> right? I even then, even then, I didn't freaking like it. I hated it. It was my worst module. Absolutely hate research. So anyway, so anyway, now we've covered that. I bought three books, and what it All said about was intimacy, femininity, yes, and what saving it said was, things and it that might sense. not be happy. Kate, shut up. What it said was, think about it. Do you know when you go on holiday and you take skirts and flouncy? Do you ever feel more feminine on holiday and you buy like a bit more of a feminine drink and your behaviours change and your hair and your jewellery and stuff like that? Have you never noticed? You act a little bit differently on holiday. Not in the camper van. <sighs> but because you're, because you're wearing skirts and you've got the holiday vibe. And wow. it said, wear skirts for a week and just see how you change, how your mannerisms change. You sit differently, therefore you act differently. It's all about the divine feminine. That's what it is, apparently. Right, so... I'll be looking forward to seeing you next week. In a skirt. Well, <laughs> you see, I'm a little bit masculine, even if my skirtage, because as you remember, <laughs> I, I... Even in the skirtery even of in your the, house. <laughs> even in, in the, your own, the privacy of your own skirtery. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though... <laughs> Kate, are you mocking me? Even in my skirtage, I'm masculine, because as you know, I like, a, I like a two-piece, and I like a corporate, <laughs> and I also like a lot of navy, particularly a French navy, I find very appealing. So, and if you came to our event <laughs> at the Marriott, was that 20, what year? 2019? 2019? You'll remember my two special event outfits. Wow. And I think actually one of our uh, tribe peeled me out of a jacket on the dance floor at one point. <laughs> uh, anyway, never mind. Um, so, so, wear a skirt. Yes, that was the thing. Right, but this right. could be something I might have. I got an actual, I might be borrowing your skirts. If you've got right. anything you're ready to throw out. I could do a skirt week. 
Okay, well, so this is, but that wouldn't be you getting out of your comfort zone because you want to do it. Yes, it would because I've been wearing leggings for the last 10 years. Oh, okay. So the point being, even something that could, to some people, feel like it's a very small thing mm-hmm. would represent a big thing to other people. So I think what we're saying is, <laughs> if you feel stuck and you want to change things up, or if you just want to get out of your comfort zone and get all of the benefits that the, that gives you, like the feeling of winning, mm-hmm. feeling more resilient, mm-hmm. feeling more empowered. And then once you've taken that first step out of your comfort zone, you can take a further step as well and build on it. Well, so what would you, and what I'd really like people who are listening to think about is what's their version of that? Absolutely. And the interesting thing with comfort zones is as you expand, your comfort zone does as well. Oh. So you're now comfortable with cold water and taking risks and getting into your mammy pants in the cold water. So your next natural step might actually be nudity. Wow. But think about it. It's the natural. It's not. It could be. It's absolutely Kid not. doesn't want to tell anyone she's gone in the buff in a... No, pool that we had access you did you skinny dipped in a pool oh, we had one access time to only one for time 10 only. minutes that's long enough at night when nobody else did we was do around. a streak round a garden no we did not no i thought no. we did no we did do that though and that was a long time ago wasn't that long ago (laughs) kate's giving me a certain kind of eye that says stop talking about it yeah but yeah but also remember i was only with you though it was only me and you nobody else was there emma that's not proper nudity not with your sister i think it is (laughs) but listen but the point being that as your comfort zone expands it's not a one-off it's not a chesney hawks it expands with you and then you get to a new set point and then you expand again Wow. Well, just wait until the next episode. Absolutely. Well, I reckon that's a wrap up. You've kind of tried to get us back on task. You've given a little, <laughs> bit, of, a little bit of a wrap up and a review of where we're at. I think I'm good now. Are you? Yeah, I think I'm pretty good. So, yeah. Right. Well, we're about to say goodbye in that case. Oh, I'm she scared the dog. Oh, I scared the dog. The dog looked like she was having a little dream and she had a twitch there. She did. So well, I'm going to go and get another broom so it's Are goodbye gonna from me. Trumpet or sound? Can do. Bye, everybody. That Bye. was a quick trumpet. Do a little bit more.